Bond first game sports report. Let's start off with baseball. I was struggling what to pick to start baseball or, or football, especially since there was a rain delay. They're in the playoffs, so I decided to start with baseball. In baseball last night, we said the Cleveland Guardians and Yankees got rained out. They're going to try it again tonight for game five. Over again, Nesting Cortez will go for the Yankees. And for the Guardians, it will be Aaron Caval. Game time is at 3.07. Whomever wins today won't have an off day because of the rain delay. They'll be in the AL Championship tomorrow. Either the Yankees will play the Astros in Houston or the Cleveland Guardians will play the Astros in Houston as well. Tomorrow, it'll be San Diego and the Phillies. Game time is at 7.03. We'll do more information on the NL Championship and AL Championship tomorrow. The Royals candidate for Major League Manager from the Royals site, Pedro Gafal. Gafal interviewed for the Marlins Mariner opening on Tuesday. Sources confirm MLA.com. He's also a candidate for the Royals opportunity in the past. He spent three seasons with as a Royals bench coach after holding a variety of positions, a variety of position titles on the major league staff, including quality control, catching, hitting coach assignment. Would I prefer Gafal heading home to young Miami's club or would he remain with Kansas City as an organization? He's been with the Royals for 10 years. He's especially close to the, what the Royals organization catcher Salvador Perez and Latin players in the Royals system. Kansas City is looking for someone who is analytic-driven and communicate with the baseball players to build trust. Gafal certainly fits that bill. He may fit that bill, but I think it's time for the Royals to go outside the box because what success have they had since 2018? So why would you want one of those coaches now? Matt Quantrill, Royals bench coach, the, their success at every level, invitation approach to winning on budget, raise coaching staff, front office staff, and Demand during the offseason, Quantrill has last four seasons as a raised bench coach after serving as a third base coach for one year. The 48-year-old has spent 27 years in professional baseball, including a 18 years as a manager or as a coach and manager or the instructor of a nine, a major league Coach, he was uh, on also on Cleveland assistant hitting coach from 2014-2016. Royals owner John Sherman spent time with him in Cleveland. Quantrill interviewed for the Mets in opening last year. If Sherman is an organization to be more like the Rays with data, we'll call it Quantrill leading the biggest difference. We've talked about this. He is my number one candidate. Because of what he has done for the race program, accessible, small market team, just like the Royals, if they want to win, I think the Royals will hire him. So why not? Somebody said that success coaching at a similar team with the Rays, and now hopefully on to the Royals. Clayton McCall, Dodgers first base coach. McCall had a minor league manual experience in the Blue Jays organization before 
becoming a Dodgers minor league coordinator ahead of the 2015 season. This is his second season as Dodgers coach and interviewed for the Mets manager opening last year. He's praised, he's praised for the game planning knowledge, reliability with players given 42 years old. McClough is a coaching staff that prevent potential World Series contender. I know they haven't won the World Series since 2008, but the Dodgers have been a contender for World Series and have won a World Series. But the problem with that is, what common do the Royal Dodgers have in common? Pretty much nothing. I know they've had success, but the Royals don't have the money the Dodgers do. So they have nothing in common. Joe Espino, Astros coach, like Espino names everything managerial, the 47-year-old well-rounded candidate. After player, he spent two years with the Royals AAA team. Espino spent eight seasons with the coaching with the Marlins from the coaching major league third base coach since 2000. 18 also served as an infielder coordinator. Espinoz has interfered for seven managerial jobs. Astros tenure, he'll be a candidate for all four already opening this offseason. He figures to be a favorite in the Houston job if Dusty Baker does not return. Astros aren't really a small market, and I think he'll probably follow Dusty Baker at the Astros position. But I would be surprised. I don't have a opinion on it, really. I just think the Chiefs should, the world should hire Matt Contrell or Joe Espinal. Probably be my second candidate, but I, I just don't really know if that's going to do with the, the job. Vance Wilson, third base coach, Gafal and Wilson are international candidates. Royals named public former catcher. Wilson just finished his fifth year on a coach. He was previously the bullpen coach, has minor league manager experience with Class A in 2011. Class A advances with a form of NAA Arkansas from 14 to 17. He spent 22 years working with the Orioles, young fielder, familiar showed help his interview for some reason been on the Royals since 2018 does the Royals did not have much success on 2018 to 2022 so what do I really think of that in the Royals having I, again I think that they should tie it outside the box Dudley Watson Philadelphia's coach Watson is a big league managing experience but he just about everything, plus his history with the Royals. His dad, John, just retired. That includes years with the Royals organization. Dusty played in the Royals organization for a year, reaching the big leagues for three games. And he's the Philadelphia organization, which Piccola, Philadelphia native. If you're trying to go ahead, I have no idea how this will work. I think it will probably be okay with me. But again, Matt Control is my candidate. 
Again, the Chiefs lost to the Bills on Sunday. They'll follow up with that link here. Monday night was pretty pathetic. On the offensive side, Russell Wilson went 10 for 10 for the quarterback, and all of a sudden the Broncos were up 10-0. Denver was looking good, but all of a sudden the offense stopped, and the Broncos would only score six points throughout the second half. The Broncos... At half, the Broncos got a field goal to start the second half. The Chargers would tie it with a field goal. The Chargers would go for it on fourth and one, but the Broncos did not capitalize. That was a difference maker in the game. Another difference maker in the game, the Broncos got a field goal instead of scoring a touchdown to maybe win it. The Chargers would tie it with the field goal. There was plenty of chances in overtime to win it, but punt by the... Broncos punt again by the Chargers. Denver would punt again by the Chargers, but this time the Chargers would go ahead and win the game and led for the first time since it was 13 to 10. I'm going to sign off with this not top 10 on SportsCenter. Scott hits it. Hangs it high, it's short. And a good head of loose ball. No signal yet. And it belongs to the Chargers. Dean Leonard there for LA. mentioned they only had 10 people on the field this time they, they run into each other Washington just lock gets blocked into him let's go to John Perry yeah two things here to unpack number one it is not fair catch interference the kicking team member is the person that created that contact with the return man. Second, it's touched by the receiving team. So if Los Angeles has recovered this ball, it's first and second.